That was from the extraordinary knock of Rajasthan Royals player Rahul Tewatia, whose innings helped his team accomplish the highest ever run chase in the history of the Indian Premier League cricket tournament. He has been among a crop of younger players whose performances have sparked tremendous excitement among cricket fans as the 13th edition of the IPL has gotten underway in the UAE. This edition of the IPL is special in many ways. In a world battered by COVID-19, it's the first live sports offering in a long time. The logistics of organizing a safe sports tournament amidst a pandemic, of course, is daunting. But underpinning all of this is also the economics of it. What IPL means for television viewership, advertisers and brand, and in turn, what it portends for the Indian economy and the broader sentiment. From the Economic Times, I'm Shrubhijit and this is The Morning Brief. Joining me today to take us through the nuances of the IPL economy is Gaurav Lakhate, it is Mumbai-based correspondent covering the business of sports, media and entertainment. Gaurav, thanks for joining us this morning. Gaurav, tell us how this edition of the IPL is being organized. What are the behind-the-scenes action that we are not quite hearing about and what are the logistical challenges uh, involved at organizing something at this scale? Hi, good morning SK and thanks for having me here. So. As you said, what are the challenges? I mean, never it's easy to organize such a large scale event. And that too, in the times of COVID, when you have to manage bio bubbles, you have to take stringent health and safety measures. So just to give you an example, we have around 800 to 1000 people in UAE, in Dubai, Abu Dhabi and Sharjah. There are three venues and uh, multiple hotels. All are under bio bubble, right? So uh, they are not allowed to go outside. They are cut off from the world. And they are playing in empty stadiums. Even here in India, the teams have uh, some hotels quarantined and using bio bubbles just to be sure if they want to send someone from here as replacement. So this is the kind of measures they have taken uh, to ensure that uh, there are no, say, no issues, no new cases, and uh, the tournament goes on smoothly. And back home, uh, I think uh, Star and the you know the broadcasters they also need to have their own. Uh, bio bubbles and you know all kinds of logistics and infrastructure right yes yes you know they all are taking very stringent very stringent measures uh, to ensure safe so here also when uh, all the staff of whoever is involved in that all the commentators everyone is using uh, the bio bubble in india in the hotels also great let's talk about how all of this effort is paying off what have been the viewership numbers looking like? So viewership is fantastic this year. And uh, as it was expected earlier, because first of all, people don't have any outside avenues for entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are stuck at home. They can't go to watch movies, parks, hotels, everything is closed. And after a long time, this is the first major international live sports event. So first of all, sports is the only appointment viewing programming left, right? You can watch some other show, maybe two hours later, three hours later. But if you're a sports fan, you want to catch all the action live. Absolutely. Right? So as it was expected that this year viewership sh- should and will go up, 
the first week data tv viewership data that we have it shows that 269 million viewers that's uh, to tell you one out of every three tv viewers in india okay 269 million viewers watched the first seven matches first week and the overall time spent was 15% higher than last year which was 60.6 billion minutes across star channels wow and uh, when you come to household also so we have a total of uh, 836 million is the tv universe in okay. india out of that 269 million and uh, if you take match by match for the first seven matches first match reached 158 million viewers second reached 140 million and every single match crossed the 100 million viewership that's some very big numbers and of course i mean the numbers will will likely go up as the tournament reaches its uh, more advanced stages and and battles yeah. so usually what we have seen is uh, the the opening is high then right. it slightly tapers down in uh, say week 3 or 4 and then during the last two weeks again it picks up right so that that has been overall uh, year on year for the last 13 years in some ways that actually mirrors what happens on the ground as well some you know hard hitting early overs then some you know middle over sort of thoda thanda ho jata hai and then towards <laughs> right <laughs> batsman sort of uh, you know press the accelerator right 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 but what has happened this time is that uh, the opening match has scored higher than in the history of entire 13 years wait what yes so ipl 13 opening day viewership numbers which is 158 million is more than ever ever any ipl debut has not scored that kind of number so the opening of this year's ipl was an all time record in terms of viewership numbers for opening match oh, for opening match for opening match and how about on digital i mean how's the tournament performing on hotstar what are you hearing okay so the thing is hotstar has not disclosed any numbers but what has changed this year is that they have taken the tournament behind paywall oh. so the free users can only watch it for first 5 minutes right right so clearly we are anticipating a drop in overall viewership on hotstar we have estimated it to be around say 30% drop okay. but what we are also hearing is that the there is a very healthy jump in the subscription numbers right right so we have not been able to uh, authenticate those numbers we have not been able to uh, uh, check the validity so we have not spoken about those numbers but it's a very healthy jump now we will see once they announce their and quarterly results what the numbers are but uh, but i think that will surprise everyone right star india raised a lot of eyebrows back in 2017 when it paid 2.5 billion dollars for ipl's broadcast rights for 5 years which was substantially higher than what the incumbent broadcaster was paying Gaurav, tell me how has that bet paid off so far? So yeah, I mean, when Star did that, you know, Star paid sixteen thousand three forty-seven point five crore for five years, and this was in two thousand and eighteen, right? Yes, and you know, so Sony had paid eight thousand six hundred, which is approximately half of that for ten years. Right. So you know, when when there is a four x jump, and half of the years and double the money. Yeah. Uh, it it raises a lot of eyebrows. People are wondering if Star will be able to recoup that kind of money. But it seems like a safe bet now, because year on year, what Star has managed, it has made it bigger, right? It has taken the ad rates to an astronomical, never heard of uh, numbers. This time also, they were selling a ten second spot for say around ten and a half to twelve lakh. Wow. But 10 seconds. That's big. Also what has happened is not just advertising but distribution revenue because with IPL with BCCI rights Star has a very strong cricket portfolio. 
Right. And it drives the distribution of its sports channels. So between uh, Hotstar, between TV and between distribution and over this overseas syndication, I think five years, they will make some profit. They'll quite comfortably, yeah. Okay, you know, when you spoke about that, what came to my mind was uh, how, what a tremendous property IPL has turned out to be really, you know, and, um, you know, when, when there was a lot of skepticism when this was, uh, when this was started, people were like, oh, can we really, I mean, we are trying to mirror the English premiership or, you know, the, the club model in football, like we'd really work in cricket and so on and so forth. Now it has transformed the entire you know, cricketing ecosystem, you know, the discovery of new talent, the number of people who are able to, I mean, especially for players, it has completely changed the game. You know, the number of new exciting talent, be it Sanju Samson or, or Tevatia, who are being thrown up into national limelight. It's tremendous. So, you know, quite apart from all this economic value being created, mm. you know, quite an extraordinary uh, tournament it has become for, uh, for the cricket ecosystem at large, right? No, of course. I mean, you have to give it to uh, Lalit Modi at that time and to BCCI. I mean, whatever is said and done, BCCI is one of the few organizations who have been managed to conduct an event of this scale. Uh, if you look at India, no other sports federation has managed something like that. Yeah. In fact, they keep fighting among themselves. Correct. Right? Many of these leagues may not happen because after first season, they get greedy. The federations get greedy. They start to renegotiate or they start infighting. So BCCI year after year, this is the 13th year. Right. You know, and, and I will I will say this, uh, BCCI was not announcing cancellation of this league for the longest time, right? Uh, this year because of COVID. Yeah. And a lot of people were asking why, you know, what is it with the IPL? Why do they have to do IPL when people are dying, when people are uh, getting affected by this, uh, by COVID? Yeah. But the point is, whatever said and done, IPL is now... I think Sony once termed it as India ka tyohar, right? Mm-hmm. It suddenly, it boosts morale. It boosts economic activity. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a 10,000 crore sort of property now in terms of advertising, in terms of sponsorships. You know, uh, so BCCI, and I believe this year, the only stakeholder which lost some money is BCCI because of Vivo going away and uh, they had to go for a re-auction of their title sponsor, which came about half of the price, right? So, right. And Dream 11 is paying 222 crore. Vivo was paying 440 per year. So BCCI is the only party, only stakeholder, which is losing about 200 crore. But apart from that, everyone, everyone is making money. Yeah. And uh, why is biggest media property? Because, you know, 50 days of prime time action, strong buzz, high brand recall for everyone. And for viewers, it's the only property which has a appointment viewing. They are coming, they are sitting in front of their TV sets to watch this. Grabbing a lot of eyeballs. But I think the point you made about morale in a time of gloom like this, I think yes. it's a very important one. On my yes. own social media feeds, I don't remember, I mean, in the last many, many months seeing any kind of excitement at all. I mean, it was all <laughs> gloom. Exactly. And infection rates. I mean, all of it, of course, is a reality very much around us. I mean, tragedies, uh, you know, is happening to families um, all the time. Uh, all around us. But nonetheless, I mean, the point is that for the first time, I'm seeing some amount of excitement, people being, you know, happy and excited and celebratory about something. And related to that is the fact that IPL is perhaps the first instance, uh, you know, the kind of advertising revenue, I mean, the advertising spends that companies have been committing and brands have been committing to it, which I've watched with great interest in um, the stories you've been writing, Gaurav. Uh, (laughs) It's sort of a big indicator of 
you know, a kind of returning economic vibrancy. And ever since uh, COVID hit, you know, economically speaking, things have been in the doldrums. Uh, there has been an economic contraction. And people are eagerly looking for signals as to, you know, is there a revival? What is the shape of the revival and so on? And IPL really has, I think, proved to be, uh, I mean, we can't quite quantify it. Okay, what does this mean for the larger economy? But at the very least, as a as a sort of a signpost, as a as a sort of an informal, you know, bellwether, it has indeed boosted sentiment. I would say. Uh, can you take us through the entire IPL advertising scenario? How big is it? You know, what is the composition of advertisers? So, as you rightly said, I mean, uh, for advertisers. Advertisers have started opening their purse for IPL, right? Right. And uh, rightfully so, because over the years, IPL has proved to be the biggest driver of uh, any new campaign, right? It gives brands a legitimacy. If you are on IPL, you are considered as a serious contender, serious brand. So a lot of challenger brands also come. A lot of new campaigns are launched on IPL. So if this year, if you see Vodafone Idea, what they did was that they planned their launch around IPL. Correct. And they are one of the co-presenting sponsors on Star. They are spending close to 130 crores only on IPL this year. Wow. Right? What has happened over the years that IPL's value has been proved. So when Star went to market earlier this year, when it was supposed to happen in March, they had already asked for a 15 to 20% jump over last year. So which was over 10, 10 and a half lakh to 11 lakh per 10 second spot. Right. And at that time, they had, I think, signed some 9 to 10 sponsors. They must have been really nervous, right? I mean, considering the economic situation, uh, they must have very carefully asked for a 20%. They must have been worried what the reaction would be. Yeah, right. And then it got pushed and nobody knew that when it's happening and all. And I remember talking to the top uh, guys in Star and they said, once it was announced that it's happening from 19th of September, Uh I asked if you will be able to retain the same rates. And they said, absolutely. And I asked, you know how the market condition is, right? And they were like, but that's the thing, right? I mean, IPL is the only property which can command those kind of premiums. And this was the only property where people want to spend on. Right. Right. So they managed. The only question or the only thing that they were hoping is how to sign those deals because they had only about two weeks, right? Correct. So uh, signing the deals were, I think, the bigger challenge rather than uh, getting advertisers. And a couple of interesting trends on advertising front we have seen this time. One is, of course, we know that uh, a lot of first-time advertisers have come. Uh, and every year, new advertisers do come in. But this is the first sorry time when... Uh, sorry to interrupt. What is the total uh, amount of advertising that has been committed to this edition of IPL. Okay. So top. this year, our uh, information says it, it's close to 3,000 crore. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And over 100 brands are on board. Okay. On Star only. Some of the new advertisers include Cred. Facebook has come for the first time on IPL. Right. ITC Foods, uh, Racket Benkaiser, HDFC Mutual Funds. These are some of the first time advertisers, right? Okay. And uh, apart from that, also for the first time, they have five co-presenting sponsors and co-presenting sponsors pay more than 100 crore each. Usually they have four. This time they have five. And uh, this is also the time when they have most number of associate sponsors also. Right. right? And uh, they are also spending between 45 to 75 crores each. That's some very big numbers on uh, sponsoring on IPN. Also, another trend is new economy companies or dot-com companies. We are seeing uh, this trend since last two, three years. But this year, a lot of startups 
have committed big and serious money on IPL and uh, FMCGs. This is for the first time and FMCGs have come on board. Usually when it happens in summer, we have seen uh, a lot of summer brands, ACs and coolers, which have not, of course, come this time. But uh, Colgate, Mondelez and so many companies uh, which have never advertised because uh, FMCGs are usually very bulk buyers. They don't go for uh, high impact properties rather than they go for more frequency. But this is the first time they have also come on board. That was the voice of my colleague Gaurav Lakhate, who covers the business of sports, media and entertainment for ET out of Mumbai. It's 13 years old now and IPL has grown from strength to strength. This year, it is being held under extraordinary circumstances, without spectators and with complex logistics to protect the tournament from the pandemic. And yet, it is not only thriving, but also acting as a bellwether and booster of broader sentiment. And if advertiser response to the IPL is anything to go by, the sentiment is buoyant and perhaps that will help boost consumption and spell good news for the economy. That's it from us today. I'm Srudijit from The Economic Times. This episode was edited by Devina Sengupta and coordinated by Anjali Venugopalan. The Morning Brief appears Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. You can write to us with feedback on the Morning Brief at timesgroup.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a nice day ahead. Avas.com. <laughs> 